an Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. As soon as I started doing light body work, they started to clear out those programs that are attached to crystals and stuff like that. But it just took me so much time to just accept that we as souls and spirits prior to coming into a physical body decided to have this type of structure and device in place to keep us from really stepping into the light until it's time. And now it's time, right? Now it's time for us to take all of that out. And so I felt so different. I felt much better. I was much happier. I was just like a different, that's when I started my podcast. It's just like, all right, now go. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right. Today on the podcast, I have Ellen Catherine Shamilov, and she is an Ascension teacher, divine healer, transformational speaker, and pioneer of the quantum enlightenment system. Ellen specializes in accelerating your remembrance and escalating your rebirth into the new paradigm of leaders, influencers, and change makers to make a huge impact on the world. So Ellen, I'm really excited to talk to you. You have this awesome blueprint that you use to help people to accelerate their transformation. We briefly touched on it together and it was very insightful already. It's just so interesting to me how there's all these different modalities out there that are helping us to advance our spirituality and who we are. And I'm so excited to talk to you. Spirit wants us to talk about living and speaking our truth and just give us a healing around that to get more clarity around that. So thank you for being on the podcast. I am so excited to talk to you. Thank you, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. I love to help lightworkers and healers and anybody else who's in that realm to be able to ascend and come into their full consciousness here in this lifetime. Before we get started on all of that, how did you even get into this? <laughs> because I know it usually is like people are dragged kicking and screaming. So did that happen for you? Yeah, you can say that. I, <laughs> so it started off when I was a child. It's like this knowing. It's, I, I think anybody who is out there listening, you hear people say you have a knowing, you have a knowing. And it's so hard to like really understand what that is until like you really experience what that knowing is. It's like this feeling in your body. And it's just something that you come up and you just know. 100% that th this is it. When I was a kid, very young, I used to talk all the time to angels. I used to like to talk to God. I used to, it was like a prayer for me, but I used to just talk and just tell them my terms, tell them what I wanted and just bring up everything. It was just like, I knew that I had spirits around me. I just never saw them. I just knew that I was, there was, there was like, there was always like an audience. 
I got scared at one point because of a spirit that I started to see. And at that, you know, too young, I can't speak right. to my family. And I knew at that point I could not tell my family about this. So I had to hold it in myself and just experience whatever I experienced. And it shut me down for a while. I met my husband who, this was a very divine meeting. I can't even tell you, that's a whole other story. I can't even tell you how divine it was, but we knew when we met that it was a hundred percent like meant to be the universe, like literally through obstacles at us, we were just clicked right away. He was my catalyst. He was the guy who just made me remember everything because he was also into a little bit of spirituality, but more holistic stuff. He was into the truth. Mm. And we started watching this show called spirit science on YouTube when we first started dating. And that just woke me up completely. And all this information just started coming through. And my remembrance of who I was and what I was doing here. And it was like, I was in the shower and some information about us being spirits, divine spirits, and why we're here and, you know, why we chose these bodies and families and everything came through. And I thought, what the hell is this information? (laughs) I actually had to Google it because I didn't understand what was coming in. You read all these things and it certain things sparked and it just made sense. The part that made me go in kicking and screaming was healing myself because here we are in a beautiful relationship until we get married. And that's when all this anger, all of this, these emotions just started coming out it went to the part where it almost tore our marriage apart. Mm. And he was the one that forced me into getting this healing. I just thought like, you know, it'll go heal eventually, but because he was my catalyst and because I, I felt like we had this connection where he and I were meant to help each other. We actually went into our marriage saying that we're going to be better people. And we're always going to have these spiritual awakenings and help each other and the world out. We went to a healing retreat. And that's where I learned about the seven life lessons. And I didn't even know what they were talking about. We actually came at the perfect time because at that time when we were going to this healing retreat, they were doing a class on relationships and seven life lessons. And that automatically sparked something in me. And I thought, wow, what a perfect time that we came because we were not supposed to go for that weekend. We were supposed to go for another weekend. So we ended up going to this weekend and it was actually an extended trip that they gave us for free. And at the same time, we had this class. So we obviously joined and it was amazing. And when I learned about the seven life lessons, which I now call the seven ascension lessons, because Mm. I realized what it does, I was just mind blown to the point where I literally had to, it just, it felt like everything in my body, just saying the truth. Yes, this is it. This is it. Mm -hmm. It makes total sense. And after that, I spent like the next year just embodying it and just seeing where it plays out in my life and how it plays out in my life and understanding what the lessons were. So can Um, you tell us what the lessons are? (laughs) Yeah. These are not in the same order. Everybody can have something different, but they do work in sync together. So it's forgiveness, control, identity, separation, judgment, unconditional love, and divine guidance. Sounds about right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Unconditional love is ultimately the goal. Right. But I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what unconditional love means. And it's really just more than accepting abuse from people. It does not mean that you have to accept the abuse. No. It means that you really just accept people for who they are, accept and understand that this is their journey 
and whatever is happening with a person, yourself, it's accepting that this is the journey and that's ultimately unconditionally loving everything. And that embodies judgment because you're not judging your situation or other people because you have this particular experience for a reason and that person is playing their role. So judging them doesn't help you. So unconditionally loving that person or experience because you're not judging it anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Forgiving yourself because forgiveness is probably the hardest that everyone can can say as a human is the hardest thing to do because of the heartbreak, the rejection, the betrayal, all these emotions that people are feeling when it comes to forgiveness. But speaking of embodying the truth, the truth is you are a spiritual being in a human vessel. This is just a mask that we're wearing. The truth is, as a spiritual being, you chose to have certain experiences so that you can overcome them and get through that ascension process, get to that lesson, release it, and be able to move to the next level. The problem that people are having is that they're so (sighs) attached to being a human that they forget that the other part is I'm just in a body, but this is not who I am. And that person is a spiritual being and they're just playing a role that they're meant to play. So why have all this anger towards that person when this is just a game that we're playing and they're Mm -hmm. just literally playing their role. And it's hard for people to really get to that, but that's ultimately the truth. Right. And And you can have that non-attachment. Yeah. It's easy. I'm currently writing a book and I'm trying to explain exactly what you're saying, which is like this non-attachment to this whole, it's like you're watching a movie and and you get invested in the characters, but like, you know, that it's not really your life, right? That's like, like the best way to describe it. It's hard. And once you remove enough of this, these triggers and like this, I, 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 this ego, you did this to me. When you get rid of that stuff, you're kind of like, oh, wow, look at this. Like, thank you for showing up and doing this horrible thing to me, essentially, because it made me a better person. Now I thank you. I still don't need you to be around anymore, but you can go off and do your own thing. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I get it. I get forgiveness. And and I really, this keeps coming up lately. So I'm just going to say it. Forgiveness is for you, not necessarily for the other person. One of the things that also just came up was like that forgiveness raises our cortisol levels, which then wreaks havoc in our body, which raises our blood pressure. So it's like you are literally healing yourself by forgiving others. We need to do that more often and and have less attachment to the story. That's why I love kids because they're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> they just move on. They like let go. But adults, we hold on to that stuff. Yeah. And you see what you just said was really powerful. It's really just seeing behind the veil kids, they're, they're not holding on to anything because they don't care. They're still in that level of like, I feel like they know who they are at a certain, to a certain point. And they're so connected to source at that time, like when they're still, still very young. And that's what we need to do. We need to get back to that level of connection to source to understand that, yeah, once we release it from our bodies, we can see the truth and just not live our lives being so angry. And something else that you said was really important. And I used to focus on this, but I guess I used to be a medical intuitive when I was in a past life or something. A lot of our ailments, they're just telling us what's going on. And if it gets to the physical level, that means we've ignored it emotionally all this time. But for us to have like physical ailments, like you said, high blood pressure, all that stress, all of that stuff, it's just showing us that there's something that needs to be 
really released from the body emotionally. And I think scientists are even saying that what causes stress? Emotions can definitely cause stress. Like life, mm-hmm. life can cause stress, but what is it in life? What is right. actually going on? So like when you have those thoughts, they actually impact your body. So I remember when I was learning from Carolyn Neese, she talked about it being in your outer field and then working its way into your body. And I was really, really aggravated at first when I heard it. I was really triggered. I was like, oh, that's not fair. You know, like I didn't, I didn't manifest these allergies and I don't know, you know, but like the more I started working on myself, the more, and I accepted the circumstances because you can't change or transform until you accept where you're at and like what is happening. Like if you keep saying, no, 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 no. Like I was like, no, I want to be the creator of my own life. So I have to take ownership, radical ownership of everything, even if I don't like it. Yeah. And that's victim consciousness. If you're not able to accept it, you're staying in the victim mode and victim means that you're just living in the negativity that this is happening to you instead of living in the truth of knowing that you chose to have certain experiences that will help you learn certain lessons and get out of it in such a divine way so you can thrive. We have to go through these experiences for us to learn. Otherwise, if everything came so easy, what are we learning? Right. We're not going to appreciate what is actually coming forth, right? That's why we have duality, the good and the bad, quote unquote, that's judgment, but the positive and the negative. Right. Humans like to be comfortable. And if they're always comfortable, they're never going to change. In fact, I like to just challenge myself sometimes and like go outside when it's cold without a jacket, just so I can be in the uncomfortable and get used to it. I get comfortable that far for myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to be in the comfort zone a lot. Yeah, no, I hear but- For me, the uncomfort is getting myself out of certain situations. You know, when whenever something bad happens and I fixate on it, I'm thinking, okay, I'm in my human right now. It's fine. Let me just process this. Let me get into that space. And then I ask, what is this teaching me? What lesson am I learning from this? And it would be so powerful sometimes that I wouldn't even see it when I'm in that state. But when I'm in that calm state and I'm connected to source, I'm just getting all the information coming through about what this is teaching me. It's important. What are the other lessons? One of the biggest ones, when I started going into healing, one of the things that I started working with was IBS because it was something that I was dealing with. So you're going to talk about control. (laughs) Control is one of them, but separation is the biggest one. Oh, really? Um, mm -hmm. Separation Uh, from what? God, source? Yeah. Universe. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's abandonment. It's anxiety. It's worry. All of that is in the gut. When there's this disconnection to source, there's this fear that we are alone and we are not spiritual beings, that we don't have that type of power. The gut is also powerlessness. When you have that disconnection and your microbiome is not in balance, it's holding on to all of those low frequencies. And they're very low frequencies, anxiety, fear, worry, panic, grieving, all of that are very low vibrational feelings. And we are meant to go up that ladder to the high vibrational feeling, right? When you are so in that low frequency, you are separated from God, source, energy, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot that plays a a role in, in separation. And this actually took me some time to accept. But now when I'm in it, I totally see it and I understand it. And speaking of the truth, it 
took me some time to understand that we as spiritual beings chose to have certain ethereal structures in our light body to stop us from taking in the light and source energy light, right? We come in as light workers with about six or anybody, six to 10% light quotient. Light workers have a little bit higher percentage when we come in. But when we come in to this world, we have such a low light quotient, which means that we're not fully connected to spirit. Spirit is not fully residing in our physical being. And that's because we have certain ethereal structures that stop the light from fully embodying. So the ethereal structures could be crystals. It could be divinity thresholds, plates, certain things that don't allow it to go all the way down. So when you ask, where is your essence? And it stops here right before the heart. That's because it's not fully going down. And then when you think about with the IBS situation, right? People who have stomach issues, it's because they're not able to fully embody. They have all these plates and they have all these structures that are holding the light from fully penetrating. So they're not able to be connected. Hmm. It's interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, it makes sense. I mean, I, I would assume that the plates are represent are, are bl- literal blocks that are mental blocks that have been put there to seek out control. When you talk about separation, first of all, I want to talk about anxiety real quick, just because anxiety is like taking a soda can and shaking it up and never popping the top. Okay. <laughs> so when you pop the top, which is your crown chakra, which is your access to consciousness and God and the universe, you actually then can let that energy out and you can connect with source and remember who you are and how you're connected and you're not alone and all that. I had to work through these things. That's how I know. I know that when we have this anxiety, it's based on programming that we have that could then have a physical impact on our body, which is what you're talking about. So once we eliminate those limiting beliefs and fears and disconnections and things like that, then we start to relax and then the energy returns to our gut and then we start to heal and then our body doesn't feel like it has to poop all the time or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and it can rest, digest and heal. I think it's interesting that you see them as like plates or you were saying crystals or things like that, that are, have been put there. They're, they're definitely there to make us become better people. And it sucks that it's that, but it is because like I said, if we're comfortable, we don't change, you know, if, but like, if you're running to the toilet all the time, that is very uncomfortable. And that is going to cause you to be like, wait, something is missing here. Something's not right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise people just get comfortable and say, you know what, I'm just used to it. I'll just take Pepto-Bismol and this and that. But again, it always leads us back to trying to find ways to heal. Like I, it's, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen people who eat the worst foods ever and their bodies are okay. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're not meant to, to heal that. And then later on, it always happens in their thirties when you start to really see things. And that's where in the blueprint, you have the triangle going up in the spiritual aspect. That's when you start to see things. And that's where your body's like, all right, it's time to move up into this world. Then you start to feel it in your body. You start to get sick. You start to have allergies or IBS or just stomach pains or something that's coming up to show you something just isn't right in your body. Whether you take it and try to look at it in the emotional and spiritual aspect is up to that person because we all have free will, or you follow through with what is actually going on and what it needs to show you and you dig deeper. Some people do it later in life and some people do it early. My husband has been doing it early. (laughs) Like I said, it's so divine that we met, but he brought me into that space where it made me realize that there are all these issues that were coming up 
So when he and I were on this journey, he brought me to all these doctors and spiritual people, this and that, all these, these different types of integrative doctors. There was one person that gave me something and that thing just brought up a whole bunch of emotions. It made me so depressed. Prior to that, I kept hearing light body, light body, light body. And I kept on like getting pulled to work with light body, but I just could not accept the fact that when I learned about what light body was, that we had those structures and ethereal devices and whatever that were in our fields. I'm like, if we're here to ascend, why the hell would we put that there? It just does not make sense. I'm not doing this. And I kept walking away from it. And finally, divinely, I was brought to all these other integrative doctors and that guy gave me something. It brought my emotions all the way up. I was so depressed. I was depressed. I, I wanted to like, just get off the earth. Right. And right. Yeah. it was hard because I had a child at that time. I'm like, how am I going to be the mother? I didn't want to talk to anyone. I stopped talking to my mother. I didn't even want to talk to my husband, but my husband was trying to help me. Mm. And then again, I was brought into light body. And at that time I was so desperate to get better that I was just like, fine, I'll do it because it keeps coming to me. And I, I have no other choice at this point because I, I need to get out of this. And as soon as I started doing light body work, they started to clear out those programs that are attached to crystals and stuff like that. But it just took me so much time to just accept that we as souls and spirits prior to coming into a physical body decided to have this type of structure and device in place to keep us from really stepping into the light until it's time. And now it's time, right? Now it's time for us to take all of that out. And so I felt so different. I felt much better. I was much happier. I was just like a different, that's when I started my podcast. It's just like, all right, now go. And I started to teach people. I started to get out there. And that's why I had the podcast, because I just wanted to talk about my experiences and help other people to be able to see what is going on in my life that they can relate to and how I use the life lessons to be able to see the truth. And it took me to the point where I was, I was done. I was like, there's nothing else coming through for people. So I guess I'm done recording now. So I just have it out there. But I, I do believe that there are structures and it took me a really long time to accept it. But then spirit brought me into the creation of the quantum enlightenment system after I got the, the sessions for the light body. I really wanted to learn light body first before doing anything else. I wanted to just learn light body. I was contacting these teachers and everything to see if I could get in there and it didn't work. So when this program came through, I was like, all right, fine. I'll just work with whatever this is similar to light body, but also advanced to having other pieces in there. And then finally, a year later, the teacher that I contacted prior to, or maybe it was two years, finally contacted me out of the blue and said, she's having a light body course. And I jumped on it, (laughs) learning about the structures, learning about the devices, learning about the crystals, learning about everything that is in there was really mind blowing to me. Because I noticed that even with my clients, and I use it now with my clients if need be, I notice a huge difference once I start to move certain things or expand whatever I'm doing in the quantum enlightenment system. I see such a huge difference. They see a huge difference in their energy and and how they're feeling. So as much as it's hard for us to like see what those are, I believe that it's something there that we chose and just needs to be removed because we're ready to release it and finally step into the fifth dimensional field. We are all ascending pretty quickly lately. And in fact, I was just working with Jennifer Catlin 
doing a past life regression session. It was just like multidimensional in every way. But she was like, yeah, they're they're having to rewrite these courses that I learned from because people are just moving through this so fast because of 2020, 2021, 2022 of this vibrational change on the planet. For anybody out there, I, I was told that the whole planet was going to change in January of 2020 and that I needed to release a podcast that was going to help people to, <laughs> along with this process. And I did not believe spirit when they told me that. I, I was like, how could the whole planet change? But that is what's happening and that has been happening. And from many of the the interviews that I've done, a lot of the speakers have said, yes, we're, we're continuing to up level. And even though it's so uncomfortable and painful at times and frustrating and annoying. <laughs> There's a lot of words <laughs> we could use. You know, we are ascending in it. And so it's wonderful that you're talking about these lessons that we all have to go through in order to keep going. They're just parts of us that we need to look at. There's this belief out there that healing has to be painful and has to be hard or annoying. And <laughs> we have to go through these types of emotions in order for us to heal. And I think that really just keeps us from wanting. It's, it, it, it doesn't provide the motivation. And that's a, another thing that I love about the quantum enlightenment system, or even the light body, if anybody is interested in finding a practitioner out there that does light body or something. I think in Akashic Records, a lot of people do it. It sounds like you do something similar. We all have different ways of looking at it. But essentially, it's like clearing out the cellular memory record. Right. The, the whole point, and this is why I absolutely love this, it's because it not only accelerates your growth, but it literally makes your life easier. Like yeah. it, it does not have to make healing so terrible. I'm not a fan of past life regression anymore because I've done a few sessions and honestly, it's painful. You have to sit through it and feel it and know what's going on. And like, oh my God, it's to me, it was, I felt like I was just going through hell every time I was going through. I'm like, why am I crying so much? Oh my God, this is happening. And this, yeah. it's like, why, why do we have to go through that? Yeah. Some um, of them have been real, not, not with Jennifer Catlin, but other times they were some really intense past life information. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's I, helpful, but I just, Sometimes we don't want to see it and we yeah. don't always have to see all of it. I believe that sometimes going through past life regression is good because there are certain lifetimes that need to be seen and, and rewritten. And there, there are certain things that need to be done with it. But I don't believe that going through past life regression for every single thing is going to do oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. And that's why with this thing that spirit brought through me, it, it's like it clears out ancestral, it clears out past lives, it clears out genetic, it just clears out everything, even in this lifetime and other dimensions and everything. And it's just, I'm amazed to see how quickly people can literally clear out their cells and clear out their body and be at a high vibration without the torture. Right. It's a quantum leap for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Even when we were talking about human design versus your blueprint versus whatever else is out there, it's all saying very similar information. Like we, you said, you're a teacher and I'm like, yep. You know, you're <laughs> like, you're working on identity in this lifetime. Yep. Like there's, there's things that are there that are consistent. And so there's got to be some reason for it. Right. Yeah. And then we can tap into like past lives or we can tap into our ancestral trauma or we can tap into these things, but it's all energy. And so that's why we can just release it 
and quantum leap. We can, we can use our human brain to label it, but it doesn't matter. It's energy. Exactly. When I'm working with somebody as well, I'm like, I don't even give a crap, honestly, where this came from. We just, it needs to go (laughs) like, like we could get into the nuances of it all. And like, that's fun. And that's to, to serve the human and our, our like curiosity. But really if we want a quantum leap, we just should let go and just move through it as fast as possible and release it. So, so that we can view our lives much more beautifully and experience it much more with ease and grace than struggle. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why with these lessons, it's easier to categorize them based on the experience that you're having. I always ask people when someone tells me that they're feeling something, okay, what is the emotion that you're feeling? Where are you feeling it? I mean, where are you feeling in your body helps to release it, but what is the emotion that you're feeling? Because when you know what emotion you're feeling and you know what these life lessons are, then you can say, oh, this is the, this is attached to control. Okay. Okay. So you can do it that way. Or if you're really connected to source and that's how I started at first, I started like feeling the emotion is. And then as I started getting more and more connected to source and and to be the witness, I just kept hearing the answers like coming through as soon as I asked, like, Oh, okay. It's the lesson of control. Oh, it's, it's forgiveness. It's easier when your body is not holding on to so much of it. And you have the tools that can help you to move through the emotions quicker and become the witness so that you can hear what is this lesson? Because you're going to experience certain things, but it's how you are viewing it, right? Like you said, you can view life, you can view life in a different perspective. You can experience it in a different way. So if you're experiencing something and you're look, for example, you lost a job. A lot of people, when they lose their jobs, including me in the past, would just go down this rabbit hole of, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? Finances, this, that, what am I going to do? They don't look at it and say, oh, that just means something great is coming my way and open up their energy (laughs) to accept it. They're just like, boom, victim, negativity. And they're viewing their, their, this whole situation as such a bad thing that they're first of all, blocking off the good energy that wants to come through. And second of all, getting themselves into this mindset and programming their body and holding on to this this negativity that really just is bringing something good. At the right. end, it's bringing something good. So it's just looking at those types of situations and being able to go beyond what the human mind wants to think and just start asking source and asking your angels or whoever it is you're connecting with, the higher realm of you to say like, what is, what is this? What is this? How can right. I heal this? How can I handle this? give me the the grace and the ease. Like you could literally ask them to give you the grace and the ease to handle it. And you will be infused with that energy. Mm, yeah. It's so interesting. I always, I shouldn't say always, but sometimes I forget that I can just do that. And then yes. when I, when I do, I'm like, duh, Amy, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. So yeah. I mean, essentially what you're talking about here is how can you look at the situation as happening for you rather than happening to you? And when once you do that, a whole world of things starts opening up. You get into the parasympathetic nervous system, you have access to your intuition and you see more available options and, and it's more fun. It feels like Christmas. Like when you look at things like that, you can come from a childlike mentality in a playful space and say, okay, maybe this isn't the direction that I thought I was going in, right? 
but there are many other directions I could be going in and it can be frustrating and it can be annoying. And sometimes we have to go through that grief process, but transformation is all about letting go of what isn't serving us anymore. There has to be a death of the old in order to move to the new. And so sometimes I swear spirit will like kick our ass by like ending a job, you know, push us into feeling that uncomfortable stuff so that we will eventually choose something better. Yeah. And that's actually funny because that has happened to me before when I lost a job and I literally had to get myself into that space and think, okay, all right. So something, something else is coming. And as soon as I surrender to, it takes some time in the beginning, especially when you're reminding yourself to get to that space. It took me some time. And as soon as I would get into that space, I would open up this whole new realm where something else that was so beautiful that came. And I'm like, why, why worry? Why all this anxiety? You already lost your job. Like what's the point of worrying and having this anxiety at this point? What can you do? That's going to change the situation you're in. Worrying is not going to do anything. It's just going to repel good energy. Being anxious is not going to do anything because it's again, making me feel that I'm separate from God. But if I'm if I'm a God in a physical body, if I'm connected to source, if I'm a spiritual being, then I know that I will be okay. And I know that, that whatever is coming to me, it's going to come to me and I'm not going to be left on the streets and I'm not going to be in this situation because I trust that God has a good plan for me. And you ask your angels for just bringing you that grace and ease. I always forget to do that always, but lately I've been doing it so often and I can see such a huge difference. And I'm like, wow, always just remember to ask your angels to help you. I actually created a light code activation for that. I gave it to the people in the quantum enlightenment system because it's like a three, three process thing. It helps to clear out your electromagnetic field from these low vibratory emotions. So it doesn't get into your physical body. And then it also helps to activate more light and make your vessel strong enough to hold the light and not like leaky energy. But I noticed that when you're doing the first part, especially, it's actually asking the angels to infuse the positive vibrations in your physical, in your, in your field so that you can feel lighter every day. So I, I stopped giving that out on my website because I get scared that some, I've had some people tell me that because they're holding on to so much when the emotions come up, they just become to spiral. So I, I try not to give it out too often, but if somebody wants it, they can just email me and I can send it over to them. Okay, great. Thank you. That sounds great. Infuse each podcast with the energy from the angels. They're here, uh, you know, holding the space. And <laughs> I course. just was like looking at one of them pointing at you. It's pretty cute. What are they pointing at? What are they saying? No, they're just like, listen to her, like this, like pointing at like, this is what we want to say, that they can help, that they, that that we can ask for their energy to be infused into our bodies and have ease and grace throughout our day. And that's divine guidance. Yep. That's another lesson, divine guidance. So you were mentioning about unconditional love, which was so important is that like unconditional love isn't about just like taking abuse from other people and there's nothing unconditionally loving about that. What we want to do is obviously, like you said, forgive them and understand that that's where they're coming from in life. And that's why they're behaving the way that they are. But when we choose us, we are unconditionally loving ourselves and saying, I love you enough that to put a boundary here 
that you can't do this to me anymore. And just because I say you can't do it to me anymore doesn't mean anything for you other than you can't do this to me anymore. It doesn't mean I'm shaming you. It doesn't mean I'm judging you. It doesn't mean that I don't love you because I I actually do love those people still who have hurt me. I just don't want them in my experience anymore because one, I feel like I've, I've moved through that lesson. But two, I understand that we aren't given a manual when we get here. We're all just kind of fucking figuring it out as we go. And we're going to make mistakes. And like, it's not fair to judge people based on the mistakes that they're making, because I don't want people to judge the mistakes that I make. I want to be accepted for who I am for trying because I am here. All of us are trying. It's really hard here. There's a lot to learn. You get this like neat suit that you got to figure out. You got like this past trauma from other generations and things like that. A lot of the times when I have the blueprint call with people and we're figuring out, not figuring out, but you're telling me where it is in your body and the timeline that it's coming into. Oh, so often it's like the program, the emotions, the beliefs of this is hard now I have to do this over again, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, those are the thoughts that keep coming in my head. It's like, they don't want to be here. They didn't want to come down here. It's like, why do I have to go through this again? And it's weird because we chose to come here, but those are the programs that were held from previous lifetimes that were not cleared, that they're holding on to that pain and suffering and worry. And also ancestral because the first eight cells that are formed in utero for the child, for the baby, is holding on to those patterns. And it's so interesting to see what those timelines are. And like you said, it's because we're holding on to like this generational stuff and all that. It's just, it's magnificent when you see what it is. I don't know why I had to bring it up, but it just, I, I kept hearing that it needed to come out. <laughs> it is magnificent. And, I, and all of it is so divine. And the best way, like you said before, to look at this is like either I said as a movie and you said as like a video game, it's we are trying to literally get to the next level. And like what video game is fun without a challenge? Like you have to hop over like the guy throwing the axes or whatever, you know, you're you're like (laughs) Super Mario Brothers, like there has to be some kind of challenges. And then there's, you know, you get the, the magic mushroom, which makes you super big. And then you get to see what that's like. There's all these ways to look at our experience and to have this non-attachment and to have this fun and play with it. Like, yes, it's hard like to be human and to to move through these things. But I always say it's harder to actually not do it because you have to sit because feeling stuck really, really sucks. It's really hard on the human human experience. Well, Earth is the biggest playing field right now. I understand that every soul on earth is a master at some level. If you're a master at some level and you're on earth, first of all, let's look at that. Be happy that you're here. That means you've (laughs) upped your level in the spiritual world, right? Mm -hmm. And now just being a human, remind yourself on a daily basis that you are a spiritual being in this meat suit, you called it. (laughs) (laughs) It's gross. You're That's just, what it is. I mean, you're wearing this mask, you're in this meat suit, you're really a spiritual being. Now look at a perspective of how it would be in a spiritual level versus the human level. The human mm-hmm. level is too dense. It holds too much right. of That's the low frequencies. And in the spiritual world, you're at a higher level thinking, you're thinking differently than other humans. So if you see yourself doing that, that means that you are able to see higher perspectives and that's what's important. Looking at things at a different perspective, accepting things at a different level and really just 
taking that mindset from this is hard and I don't like being stuck and all that stuff to I'm a spiritual being and I have my team. I have my angels here with me. I have divine guidance, right? (laughs) One of the lessons I have divine guidance and all you have to do is just tap into that and get the guidance that you need to move you through these situations and experiences that you're going through to give you that hope and the, the grace and the ease that you need to be able to move through whatever's going on. I totally agree. Thank you, Ellen, for, <laughs> for being on the show. You like, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, we could no. go on forever. I mean, it, it is a magnificent experience and complicated. It's for sure complicated, but it can be easy. It can be fun. And that's why I love doing what I do because I like to bring those aspects in when I work with people. Can you tell everybody where to find you? Check the website, catalytichealing.com. I have the blueprint call there. It's free. So anybody who wants just a little guidance on where their life is heading, there's no obligation to sign up for anything, but I just love to give some input on help for divine mission and so forth. The handles are Catalytic Healing for Facebook and Instagram. Cool. I definitely recommend doing the blueprint with her because that was pretty cool already. Just in a few minutes, I I was like, uh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That was it. It just <laughs> gives you. you a little bit more awareness. And that's what we're all needing to move through this experience more easily. So thank you for doing that for people. That's really amazing. Thank you for having me here and for allowing me to share this with everyone and all your listeners. And I look forward to connecting again. I think we have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it seems that way. Thank you, Ellen, for being on the show. Thank you. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing, and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 